Colossians 2, part 2, and establish her. We finished that, and it was an incredible study where we looked at the difference between reasoning and revelation. And as a Christian, we are to live by faith, not by sight. But also, we are to live by revelation more than we are our own reasoning. God's given us a mind. He's given us intelligence. But we employ that under the control of the Spirit, not under the control of our own logic. Jesus makes it clear that our reasoning is now centered in Him and replaced with, re- with revelation, His divine unctions, His leading us through the Spirit, through His Word. Then, you know, applying that to logic and mental resources as a secondary. It's easy as a believer to want to live by principles more than a person, Jesus. It's easy to begin reasoning away or um, just logically considering a circumstance and forgetting that God has an opinion, that he has an agenda, and that his revelation into that circumstance is really what our heart wants. And it's what our feet needs to, t- to take a step on. Is his revelation more than our reasoning? Uh, flesh is covered in many different ways, and it has many different masks. And one of the masks of good flesh, righteous, quote-unquote, flesh, is reasoning. Because that's factoring out the Lord most of the time. Not all the time. We get into Colossians 3 uh, next week and establish her, where we just talk about that we have the mind of Christ. And if we do, then we are to employ our mind, but it's His, driven by the indwelling Spirit of Him as our decision maker and our guider. We also looked at deity versus divinity towards the latter part of Colossians 2 and how we have um, characteristics, if you will, of deity, no, of divinity, excuse me, not deity. The difference is deity is an adjective um, belonging to Christ and Christ alone, to God. Divinity are manifestations of that. And we, being made in His image, um, have divine aspects now. We are seen as righteous because of the blood of the Son in the Father's eyes. But we aren't deity. We also looked at legalism. Towards the end, Paul is very strong on this point. Um, The last portion of Colossians 2, uh, verses 21 through 23, talk about a warning of the appearance of wisdom. Sometimes reasoning and legalism in different forms can appear to be wise. But intelligence and wisdom are two different things. And someone can be very bright and very intelligent and wisdom poor. And somebody else may not be so bright and so mentally gifted, but wisdom rich because of the Spirit of God. Paul looks at um, legalism as will worship, actually, which I love that definition in that last part. Self-religion, self-abasement, severe treatment of the body, all these different things um, have a propensity to elevate themselves above Jesus. Though there are things that people do within the faith, like making themselves humble, dying to self, 
um, all the religiosities of Christianity and the certain rituals and I- iconic images of Christianity. All of these things have a portion of Christ, but they're not Christ. And Paul is encouraging the Colossians, as we too need the encouragement, to just center on Jesus and the behavior and the practices and our mindset and what we use as a directive in our life comes as an overflow from that intimate relationship with Jesus Christ. Matthew 3.10 is a great cross-reference to the end of Colossians 3 about will worship when really it gives the word picture of taking an axe to the root of something, not the fruit. And what legalism does is it tries to change the arms and change the branches, so to speak, without really getting to the root and the core of the issue. And Paul addresses that clearly and says, listen, God, Jesus prunes at the root and then the fruit happens as a byproduct or doesn't happen rather as a byproduct. And many people... um, with good intention, sometimes take the axe to the fruit, to the manifestations, if you will, than they do the root of the issue. And that's just, that's just another form of legalism. So we get into Colossians 3, which is one of my favorite passages of all of Scripture, one of my favorite verses, Colossians 3, 3 through 4, when Christ, who is our life, is revealed, we will also be revealed with Him in glory. And that our life is hidden in God. I can't wait to look at this with y'all. We'll have a good group next week and we'll start diving into Colossians 3, part 1.